0: day, Chukas, Shear 3.30 we are finishing Perak Test, a small Parak, and the so basically David was introduced to this Mephibosheth the king called Siva now this is important because we're going to see later Siva wasn't the Eved of Mephibosheth, he was the Eved of Shol's estate, this is important to keep in mind now for those that know the, the way it worked in those days, Avodim was a big part of society. They were a big chilek of society, and there's many stories that are said. There's a famous story from Marcus Lehman, which happens to be not a true story, I don't think. I don't think it's a true story, but it's based on this concept of an Evid that tried to take over his master's estate. And Evid was a very powerful individual. He was a technical guy, in between a guy and a yid, he has a, of a yid as a woman. He has the same halachas of a, of a woman regarding when it comes to yid, But he, he could be a very powerful person. He could run the whole situation. I mean, from Avinu with Eliezer. He was an Eved Canani. So this individual, Tziva, was technically a very powerful person. He happened to have been an Eved. But he ran the estate of Shaul. So the king called Tziva and he says, Everything. That Shaul had and all of his house, I gave to Ben Adinecha. What's Ben Adinecha? Either it's referring to uh, Yehina's son, who was his master, or uh, or, or Shaul's uh, estate. He called Shaul's Adinecha. So Rashi says that the king has a right to move nachalas around, to move estates from one place to the next. That's one of the halakh, One of the uh, mitzv- one of the things that Shmuel told Klai so when he appointed Shaul was that he's going to be able to move around their estates so he said I gave it over to, uh, to Mephibosheth you, you should serve on the Adama Atta, Uvanecha, you and your son and your Avadim it's a big question how he had Avadim apparently he was still able to have Avadim it's a discussion but he had Avadim you should bring and give food to your ben of acholai, and give him what to eat. And if If you're the son of your master, should always eat on my shulchan. A chamisha asher banim ve'asher He had 15 sons and 20 avadim In the Gemara in Yivamis, for those that are finishing Yivamis today, it's a Gemara in Yivamis, and for those that are not finishing Yivamis today it is what it is, but the Gemara discusses, how does Tziva have four, have 15 sons, we is not, the children are not Nasiachis, after him discussion, but anyway, that's Tziva was a very, so to speak, hush of individual, and the preface of this is, because we're going to see what Tziva does, but he basically put Siva under the jurisdiction of Mefibaishes. Just like you commanded me, I'm going to do it. And then David said, "This David talking. Mephibosheth will eat on my shulchan." He cut in, and according to Rashi, and he said he will eat. A al Shalhani, like one of the Bneabalach, Hill Mifi Bayeshas Bain Khatton, Ushmaimika, Mifi Baishas had a young son. His name was Micha. The Chayel based Siva Avadim of and all of Siva's uh, estate and everything that he had all were Avadim to Mefibayishas. Mefibayishas yesh be Yushalayim. Mefibayishas stayed in Yushalayim. Not everyone lived in Yushalayim. He stayed in Yushalayim. Kel Shochan Amalech Tamiru Eichel, because he ate on the king's table. It's going to be very important to remember this: that he was lame on two feet, and that Siva, the powerful Avad, was put under the jurisdiction of Mephibosheth, who technically could be looked at as a Stukala which was the foundation for this story that's going to happen a little bit later.